we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. We are created in the image and the likeness of God. This makes us very complex beings with a complex thought process. Amen? You are a very complex being. Amen? Because God created us in his image and in his likeness. Genesis 1 and 26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every creeping thing. He made us complex. Amen. He did not make us simple. He made animals under us simpler, but even animals are complex. Yeah, animals are complex and adaptive and different things, but he made us greater than animals and put us over the animals and everything that creeps on the earth. So there's some complexity to us. So we're not that easy to figure out. There is some depth to us. So as we live and go through things, our hearts create our self-image. You notice I said hearts, not your mind. Your mind can't create your self-image. Your mind will create a false self-image. Amen. Because your eyes go through your mind first. And so you start acting like you think people want you to act. You start trying to please people with your mind. But your heart won't lie. Our hearts create our self-image that is projected to others through our what? Not, not our mouths, our actions. So your actions are going to project your heart's self-image whether you want it to or not. I know I'm preaching in here. You think you're fooling someone, but your heart won't let you. Eventually, you're going to do what your heart wants you to do. And people are going to know the real you. And you can be so delusional. They call it delusional psychosis. It's a disease of the mind. You can be so disillusioned and so narcissistic that you still try to carry the false self-image even after the real image has been exposed. We've already figured you out and you still trying to be something you're not. And we just wait for you to walk away and then we just talk about you. That's the craziest thing. But that's, you know, I tell people all the time, because, you know, I've had guys, you know, in my life like that. I mean, I'm like, dude, dude, your slip is showing. Everybody's seeing, bro. You're not fooling anyone. Nah, I'm doc, you know, I'm doc, 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 nah, bro. Everybody know, like, dude, they know, like, you a creep. Everybody knows it. You can't hide it no more. But they still persist to fool people. Amen. Told some brothers, brother, don't launch that ministry. You can't launch that ministry because everybody know you corrupt. Once you get right first, they did launch it anyway. And then they get all the hurting folks. They draw all of them to him. And then one day he's going to fall and hurt everybody again. Because your heart is going to speak. Through your actions. You can't hide. Look at somebody and say, you can't hide it. You can't hide the real you. 
You know how I know your heart don't tell the story? Because Proverbs 4 and 23, the wisest man in the Bible said it. He said, keep thy heart with all what? Diligence. For out of it are the what? Out of your heart are the issues of life. Can't hide it. You can't hide it. Your heart is going to show. Amen? No other being on earth can do what humans can do. Our lives can be damaged, and yet God's power can fix us. Right? This is this occurrence is unique only to mankind. Psalms 139 and 14 says, For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. So uh, animals can't do that. Animals can't be hurt and then the power of God restore them. Amen. You get a stray dog that's been beaten sickly and all that, you adopt that dog, that dog's still going to have issues. <laughs> you play with him all you want, love him, you can build him a, do- a dog house the size of your garage. And he's still going to be, something's going to be wrong with him. Loud noise, he's just going to take off running and never turn back. (laughs) A balloon popped and he's gone. He never (laughs) He got issues. (laughs) But it's unique to mankind. We're the ones that God wants to do this for. He created us for that. This is why he wants our self-image that projects from our heart. He wants it to be solid. Amen? As we mature, we begin to learn how to hide things that trouble us. Denial sets in and makes us attempt to project a facade rather than our true self. So we hide things that trouble us, then denial sets in. And it makes us try to fool people and create a facade of who we wish we were, and we want to make people think that's who we are. You know, when you live your life doing that and use all your energy to convince people that you're a certain way that you're not, you never have time to work on yourself. Then you get real delusional and don't think you need to work on yourself. And all you got to do is get under a ministry that don't preach about nothing, and you can stay like you are and work in position in the church. James 1 and 26, oh, yeah, denial sets in and makes us attempt to project the facade rather than our true self. James 1 and 26 says, if a man among you seems to be religious, but he bridles not his tongue, he deceiveth his own heart. So what he's saying is, he can act religious, he can act saved, he can act like a Christian. He says he appears or seems to be religious, but he's doing something to show you that he's not. He can't bridle his tongue. He, the Bible says he deceives his own what? His own what? Not his mind. His own what? Heart. Because his heart is not religious. And the Bible says his religion is what? Vain. It's not real. This practice is dangerous because when we see ourselves as something we are not, we begin to develop false expectations. Right? So when we see ourselves as something we're not, We start developing false expectations, meaning we think we ought to have what the person we think we are is supposed to have. But we're really not that person, so we shouldn't have that. Man, see, I just went too deep for somebody. 
This creates issues with how we receive from God and how our lives unfold. Galatians 6 and 3 says, For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he does what? He's fooling himself. God is not going to let you avoid your issues. That's what salvation, salvation is about being saved from something. Oh, well, I'm saved from hell. You're still alive. You need to be saved from something. Your old ways, your old man, your old actions. All of those trials and different things coming back, haunting your mind. Uneasiness, unsettledness, pretending, pretentious behavior, acting like something you're not. You're supposed to be saved from all of that. How God going to use you if you're not the real you? So we've begun to develop this false thing. This creates issues on how we receive from God. So you can't receive from God if you're thinking you're something that you're not. If a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he what? Deceiveth himself. Basically, this is saying if a man think himself to be something, he deceiveth himself. You can take out the when he was nothing. He's just letting you know that you're nothing. So many people feel they aren't being blessed or they aren't getting a fair chance, but it's really the issues that are deep within. So they think they're not being blessed. They think they're, man, I wish I could show you how many emails I get. Folks, just, the prayers just don't work. Pastor, I'm just getting so discouraged. My prayers just don't work. I can't be blessing like I can't be blessed or whatever. Well, I mean, something is wrong here. You think you aren't getting a fair chance, but God is fair. He's just. That means fair. Amen? Folks say favor ain't fair. That's not true. Favor is very fair and just. He told you how to get it. If a man won't favor, he needs to do what? He needs to do what? Get a wife. The Bible said that. Oh, see? So favor is fair. Just depending on what your wife, who your wife is. Amen. So that's a lie. They didn't quit saying that. They are not seeing who they really are, so they are not praying the right prayers. You can't pray the right prayers if you don't see who you really are. Because you're praying from the disposition of someone else. You're going for the Lord. Oh, Lord, yes, yes, yes. You said, God, that you would uh, open up the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing that I wouldn't have room to receive, God. I, I wait. I wait patiently. I wait on that God. I wait, I wait, I waiteth thee, I waiteth on thee, thee I wait. Wait, Lord, I'm waiting, God. I'm waiting on the breakthrough, breakthrough. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting, Lord, I'm waiting. That's bad when you slay yourself. I'm waiting on the breakthrough, Lord. I'm waiting, it's coming. Oh, I believe it's coming. God didn't hear any of that. Because you don't have the faith to pray that prayer. You don't even have the faith to pray that prayer. You ain't passed none of God's test. You're not allowed to go before him and just call it out. You don't have the faith to do that. You just, oh, Lord, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Boss call you in and said, brother, I think we're going to be cutting back. Ah! 
Cut back on what? <laughs> cut, cut back on you, Negro. That's why you in this office. I would announce it on the loudspeaker if it pertained to everyone. <laughs> We're going to be coming back <laughs> and go home. Oh, God, you forsake me. Oh, I thought you was waiting on the blessing. What happened to that dude? That's what I'm saying. That's not you. So don't be going watching YouTube prayers and then trying to do those. Going to these hey, money revivals. What are they bringing in these false big lip prophets? <laughs> Telling you anything. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you can't believe. <laughs> Go to the revival and then just calling everybody. Man, he said I was going to be a millionaire. Brother, you ain't a sense heir. <laughs> and when you do get $10, give it back to me. When I loaned you that at lunch the other day. You had to borrow $10 to get the gas to go to the revival. You don't have that kind of faith. Can't nobody just speak that over you and you just call it out and get it. Oh, I know I'm preaching in here. Don't grow up the rough side of the mountain like that. The Bible says being tossed about by every wind of doctrine. Just believe in what folks told you and you're not putting in the work to receive it. You mean we gotta work and we gotta, you better work in God's vineyard like the old song say. Do your diligence. He said, if you come to me, you must first believe I am and that I am a rewarder of them that what? You better put in some work. You ain't gonna just jump up and say what you want to happen. Oh, I named it a Name it. Claim. It's, it's yours, it's yours, yours for the asking. No, it's not. No, it's not. That song ain't, no, it's not. It's not, it's not yours for the asking. But they're not seeing who they really are. James says, Oh, wait, they're not seeing who they really are and they're not praying the right prayer. So if you don't know who you really are, then you're going to pray the wrong prayers. And if you don't know who you really are, you're definitely going to waver. When times get tough, you start trying to figure out who you are. Then you got to try to call somebody you know that is spiritual to make up the difference because you already know you don't feel that spiritual. Even though you've been walking around trying to appear spiritual. James 1 and 6 says, let him ask in faith what? Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven and the wind what? Tossed. So you got to ask in faith. The only way you can ask in faith is if you're asking from the position of who you really are. You got to stand before God as who you are, knowing who you are. Knowing your issues, knowing your deficits, knowing what needs to be fixed. For some reason, the body of Christ, these folks have gotten arrogant. And trying to live and be something that they're not. 
God called me to pastor, Doc. Nobody in your own house listens to you. The dog won't come when you say, Come here, Scruffy! You gonna start a church? What? Doc, I'm about to launch my ministry. <laughs> but won't you launch a job search? Put out an e-blast. Is anybody hiring? <laughs> but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering because he's like the sea. So when you come before God, you got to be who you really are. So that you won't waver. Because the next verse said, he said, don't let that man think he will receive anything from me. The reason why? Because he's praying to me like he's someone else. He's like the son of Sceva. Amen. Y'all enjoying this? When we build our lives on top of unresolved issues, listen, we are risking an utter undoing of our lives. Now, if you in the world or you at a church that don't preach nothing or folk don't believe, you know, all that, then you, you can survive like that. You can, you can live with trauma as long as you want because they'll let you hide it in that church. But when a church is word based and really dealing with the things that God wants us to deal with, your issues are going to come up. You're going to get undone. God's going to unravel you. And he's going to work on it. Oh, I see. Somebody like, yeah, amen. Yep, that's why it's best to just go to the Lord and say, Lord, let's do this. He's going to tap you on your shoulder one day and say, are you ready? Time to deal with the real you. Because the Bible said if all that bitterness and hatred and all those daddy issues and whatever it is in you, if that junk is in you, if he puts you up before people, the Bible said, you're going to deceive many. Many are going to be hurt by it. And you're seeing them do it every day. When we build our lives on top of unresolved issues, we are risking an utter undoing of our lives. Our progress will be halted and we will be forced to do what? Peel back all the layers of inconsistency. Proverbs 16 and 18. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit when you think you okay comes right before what? A fall. That's why God would rather repair you before you put yourself up. Because you're going to fall. The Bible says a haughty spirit comes before what? You ain't going to keep coming to this church. Listen, y'all. You're not going to keep coming to this church. God is not going to let you take up someone else's space. He's not. He's going to run you out of here if you try to come here and be something that you're not. If you're not willing to let God deal with you, you're not going to make it here. I'm telling you what I know and what I learned from experience. Reggie will tell you, we had folks in our lives... That wouldn't do, they would not change. So eventually, if you stay around me and you're not changing, but I'm preaching, you're going to think I'm talking about you. You're going to start hating me because of what I'm saying. Because you think I'm talking about you when it's you that won't change. If you were changing, it wouldn't apply. 
So they go from loving me to wanting to kill me overnight. I was like, Lord, what is this? I mean, this dude, why does he want to hurt me so bad? Because he hates you. Because he feels that you were preaching against him. Even though all he had to do was what you did. I was like, but Lord, that don't make sense. God said, well, Cain and Abel don't make sense either. God, I told Cain, do what Abel's doing. And it'll be okay. Abel, Cain didn't want to do what Abel was doing. So he ended up killing him. When all he had to do was the same thing. Confronting the real person behind, beneath the layers is essential in being who God desires us to be. He desires, listen to this, to work on us so that we can pray to him and live for him without delusion and what? Compromise. So he wants us to be able to come to him without compromise, without delusion. Come to him like we are. Filthy rags. We don't go before him, oh Lord, I expect you to do this because your word said it. And because I am thy chosen one before the Lord, really? Are you really something before the Lord? You know, when you really know who you are, you'll stop asking God for some of this stuff. Amen. If you just, like the old folks, if you just look back to your old track record. You won't be asking for nothing. God, just keep me alive 20 more minutes. Please, 20 minutes, Lord. Just 20 good minutes. Some of us don't deserve to be breathing right now. James 5 and 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that what may happen? There's no healing if you keep it down inside. You got to confess your fault. You got to get it out. You got to talk about who you really are to somebody. Layers get heavy. And they begin to do what? Weigh us down. Even when we accomplish some of our goals, the heaviness of the things we are hiding diminishes the joy of those achievements. Y'all know people like that, right? Oh, I'm going to be a powerful, I'm going to be a Wall Street executive. Watch, I'm going to be a Wall Street executive, whatever, whatever. Then they finally get there, but they got so many issues, their health won't even let them stay at work. You spent your whole life trying to achieve something rather than dealing with who you really are. Or they get that position, they get what they wanted, but they don't have no family to share it with. You forgot what was important to God, didn't you? So these layers get heavy. They begin to weigh us down. Even when we accomplish some of the goals, they're just diminished. There's no joy because of the heaviness of the things that we hide in. Proverbs 16 and 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are what? The ways of death. Summary! Experiencing distress and dysfunction in our upbringing will always alter our self-perception. We begin to make promises as a child to do things differently than what, what, what we experience. And instead of dealing with the pain, we deflect the pain by striving to beat it. I just preached. I could really close with that one right there. Yeah, we make promises as a child. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it different than my mom and them. Did they hurt me? What their situation? They got divorced, whatever. I ain't going to ever get divorced. I'm going to be this and this. Instead of just dealing with the pain of it, you're deflecting the pain. 
and start striving to beat it. Deflection creates layer upon layer of us trying to cover it up and pretend we are something that we're not. Although we may attempt to promote the image that we desire to be, what's going to happen? The true self will always shine through. We're going to know. It will always be infused in the circumstances around you. You can hide it in your being, but your decisions are going to tell us. There are millionaires that have achieved great worldly prominence, but privately they are hurting and abusing substances to conceal who they really are. Even though we see their money and prestige, we also see what? The inconsistencies in their true self-image unveiled before our eyes. It is impossible to hide who you really are. Look at somebody and say, it's impossible to hide who you really are. Husband, you need to tell your wife that. And wife, you need to tell your... Why are you in the house trying to hide from each other? (laughs) This is why it's it's important to deal with what you went through and own up to how it affected you. So you grew up with a bad father and now you have some ways that are like his. Talk to your family about it. Say, hey man, I'm trying my best, but I got these ways and you know, you know, sometimes I'm just, I've just gone off the deep. I want to apologize to y'all, but I'm working on it. Why you can't do that? Why you walking around trying to be perfect and they're watching you knowing you're not? Like they know you're not. They see your mistakes. They know your errors. Some of you, the error is walking around. Coming over to visit. So daddy, so you had uh, some children before you met us? Nope. What you mean, daddy? You did have me. <laughs> you crazy. He's right there. Look just like you. Both of you doing it at the same time. So daddy, so is he my brother? Nope. Don't know who he is. Man, will you tell the truth? Brother, I asked him, yeah, son, I've had some struggle. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm working on it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be better, man. Can you, can you know, you help me. Help me. I took Jonathan, me and Jonathan went to, where did we go? To the Lego and minifigure place. Whatever. Y'all have been there? What is it called? Bricks and minifigure. Them little, mi- why them little Legos six dollars? It's, it's this, it's, it's this big. And they six dollars. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? A minifigure. And they had little faces. So I told Jonathan, I said, Jonathan, you have this one. No, daddy, see. But you don't understand. This one, SpongeBob is smiling. On mine, you you can't see his teeth. Boy, you better give me a Sharpie. I'll change yours. Give me a Sharpie and let him sit for about three minutes. He will have teeth, lips, everything. But I took John, I, you know, I, I, I try to, we try to hang out on, on Saturdays and do different things. So I was sitting there, we went to eat, we were sitting down eating, and I just, I just, I asked him for a self-evaluation. I'm like, so what do you think? I said, you think I'm a, I'm a cool father? He's like, yeah, yeah, you cool. I said, well, what's cool about me? And he said, well, you, you know, you, you married and have a good wife. 
He said, you love me. I mean, you know, and so I'm just, you know, I'm trying because I mean, we, I mean, how much older am I than 40 years older? So I'm just trying, but I don't want him to have deficits wondering how I feel about him. You know what I'm saying? But hey, hey, don't clap yet. I don't want to have deficits wondering how he feels about me. I don't want him on his 18th birthday to go get a tattoo of Pharaoh on his neck. I don't want to find out like that, that he has a problem. Can I preach to y'all today? If you refuse to deal with yourselves, you will live in regret and have a bad track record. Listen, y'all, that exposes your internal struggle. Your record is going to tell on you. I ain't talking about your criminal record. I'm talking about the record everyone knows about. You may feel you are getting over or fooling people into accepting your false self-projection, but people know that you have issues because your decision-making is marred by them. Your decision's going to always tell. We must peel back the layers of issues that trouble us and deal with our true inner self. Allowing God access to this area is the only way to get things fixed. Consequently, when we avoid these issues, we avoid God's plan for us. After all, how can we follow his plan for us if we are not who we say we are? James said it like this. You know, James is the chapter that deals with all of these self-issues. You got self-issues? Talk to James. No, don't talk to him. Listen to James. James will read you like a book. He will tell you what's going on with you. He says in 1 and 22... Be, but be ye doers of the word, not hearers only, doing what? A hearer only does what? Deceives his own self. Here's how. Because if any be, if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a mirror or a glass, but that's a mirror. For he beholds it, meaning he sees himself. But then when he leaves, he forgets what he saw. He forgets totally. He don't know himself. He thinks he's showing a different image than what he saw when he saw himself. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be what? Blessed in his deeds. Everyone stand to your feet. We got hearers that hear it on the radio. We have hearers that hear it on the videos. We have hearers that listen to the podcast on their phone. We got plenty of hearers. But God wants you to be more than a hearer. He wants you to be a what? A doer. Take what you're hearing and apply it to yourself. Look at yourself. Everyone is not wrong. You know something is wrong with you when you think everyone is wrong about you. I'm so misunderstood. No, you're not. You're just in denial. Everyone bow your heads. Father God, thank you so much for this important lesson today. How we need to peel back layers that have accumulated over time because of what we've been through, what we've seen, what we endured, what someone did to us. All of these things have created somebody, God, that we're trying to be, 
while we are deeply, deeply hurting inside. I pray, Father God, that you would help us deal with those inner issues and struggles. God, the real person behind the smiling face and behind the false image that we project, the real person. Father God, when you show us this, it'll stop habitual sins. It'll stop bad decisions and choices. All of our bad decisions and issues and things that we do that are not right, they stem from an underlying issue we have. So I pray right now, God, that you not only expose these issues to us, but God, that you would help us deal with them and fix them. So we won't be a slave to those false self-images again. We won't have to put on a facade. We won't have to put on a show. We won't have to be a hypocrite. But God, we can be who you created us to be and live free from those issues and not allow those issues to dictate our circumstance. God, we give you our hearts, whole hearts. We yield them unto you so that you can fix what needs to be fixed. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124, or donate online at exministries.com.